This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Over the past two years, a Royal Commission into Aged Care Quality and Safety has heard the harrowing evidence of a broken system. A system that supports 1.3 million Australians, their families and friends, and the 400,000 people who work in the sector. In this episode of Squeeze Shortcuts, we look at the system as it stands, why a Royal Commission was called, its findings, and where it goes from here. Squeeze Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. The final report from the Royal Commission into Aged Care, Quality and Safety was handed to the government on the 26th of February, Claire, and released publicly by Prime Minister Scott Morrison just this week. To start this Squeeze Shortcut, let's get reacquainted with the aged care system as it stands now and some of the pressures that saw a Royal Commission launched in the first place. In short, it's the federal government that's tasked with funding, accrediting and regulating the aged care sector. The federal government spends about $21.2 billion on aged care. It did that in the 2019-20 financial year and most of that was on residential aged care. Just very quickly, there's two main types of aged care that the government funds. One is that residential care. The other is home care. The vast majority of people access the system by getting various levels of in-home care support. 1.3 million Australians use the system. That's only increasing as, like many developed nations, Australia's population is ageing. So the number of people going into aged care, Claire, is going up and up. It's a big and complex system and one that's far from perfect. Yeah, it, it sure is. And for those and those stakeholders involved in it have at one point or another across the last 20 years or so been critical of the sector from the government, regulators, the wider public uh, agreeing that things need to be better. Now, some of the main problems that we've heard about are issues with severe understaffing, mistreatment of aged care residents and those receiving in-home support, physical and sexual abuse, poor dietary standards, over-medication, neglect and also preventable deaths. We'll get on to more of that in a moment, but on the issue of funding, when you compare Australia to other countries, we're lagging. Research by the Flinders University found that Australia's spending on long-term aged care was among the lowest when you compare it to other OECD countries, and that's despite having the highest proportion of old people living in institutional care. Uh, it also found that institutional care compared to home or community care was at the highest level in Australia compared to those other nations. So there there are many people going into a system that is already showing some very large cracks. And that also includes young people who, because there aren't appropriate care facilities for them, are required to live in aged care homes. All of this, Claire, is what the Royal Commission was tasked with addressing. And over the past two years, more and more has come out about the problems with it. Let's get into that now. As we touched on, the concerns around aged care are not new. But there are a few big moments that have brought the issues to the wider public's attention, starting with those in South Australia just a few years ago. 
Yeah, there were reports of sexual and physical assault and the over-medication of residents at Adelaide's Oakden aged care facility. It was operated by the South Australian government. That saw it close in 2017. A state inquiry also uncovered several allegations of mistreatment at another Adelaide nursing home. And then in Melbourne, uh, there was the Alambi nursing home that was likened to Guantanamo Bay. Also, an aged care worker was convicted for assaulting an elderly man at a facility in Sydney's Northern Beaches in 2018. That saw Prime Minister Scott Morrison in September 2018, only three weeks after he was elected, announce the launch of a Royal Commission into aged care quality and safety. Quick reminder, the ultimate aim of a Royal Commission is to hold people accountable for doing the wrong thing and create a plan or recommendations to prevent future wrongdoings. And Prime Minister Scott Morrison made that announcement on the eve of a high anticipated ABC Four Corners investigation into abuse in nursing homes at that time. Launching the inquiry, Morrison said, and this is a quote, if you want to deal with the problem, you have to be fair dinkum about understanding the full extent of it. He had support of the then Labor leader, Bill Shorten. About a year or so later, the Royal Commission released its interim report that was titled Neglect. It brought to light some really harrowing, clear and devastating revelations. Yeah, that report really was a bombshell. It was a raw and honest and unvarnished account of the state of aged care for many of those who rely on it. One particularly horrible piece of evidence was unveiled by the counsel assisting the inquiry, Peter Rosen. He said that an estimated 50 sexual assaults occur each week in aged care homes. He described the Commonwealth at the time as missing in action. The report also said that there were residents who were left lying in their own waste. Wounds were being inadequately treated. There were serious issues around poor quality food leading to malnourishment. Uh, Also evidence of widespread use of chemical restraints, which is residents being drugged to keep them placid and easier to manage. It's hard stuff to hear. That's just the residential aged care side of it. Yeah, the inquiry also said that about 16,000 older Aussies died while on the waiting list for support through the home care system. That's because there just wasn't enough funding to meet the need for that sort of care. Uh, Also, 6,000 young people who have no choice but to spend their lives in aged care facilities weren't getting very good care either. On top of that, we were told that according to research conducted by the Royal Commission, the system needed a $621 million a year boost to get all Australian aged care homes up to basic standards. Mm. On top of that, another $3.2 billion a year so the sector more broadly could be brought up to a standard of care that would be considered above average. Lots of dollars and cents involved in this. There was also a separate report released by the Commission, Claire, on how the COVID-19 pandemic has exposed further cracks in the system. It said the sector was not adequately prepared to deal with a disease like coronavirus and that federal agencies had no plan on how to contain it in aged care. So go back about six months and you'll remember that the pandemic really did highlight just how vulnerable those in aged care facilities are. 685 residents died from the coronavirus in aged care. That's because once the virus got in, it spread pretty quickly and there were very big gaping holes in infection control and all sorts of things that would have potentially avoided a whole lot of deaths in the aged care sector. 
So at this point, we're still just talking about interim reports, Claire, not the full findings. In order to address some of those big problems identified in those interim reports, the Morrison government announced a $537 million package on aged care. Yeah, the majority of those funds went to 10,000 home care packages, the rest improving medication management, also training around dealing with dementia patients and also moves to get young people who lived in aged care uh, better cared for in different facilities. That brings us up to now. Now we have the final report and Claire, there are widespread calls for the government to take their response a lot further. Let's get into what's being recommended and the discrepancies in approach now. The Royal Commission's final report is titled Care, Dignity and Respect. It concluded that at least a third of people accessing residential aged care and home services had experienced substandard care and half worry about the qualifications and commitment of those in charge in caring for them. It outlined 148 wide-ranging recommendations that commissioners say will take at least five years to implement to help older Australians. Those recommendations include approving home care packages within one month, clearing the wait list by the end of the year, ensuring that there's registered nurses always on duty in an aged care home, and also that no person aged under 45 years is in an aged care home from January next year. Those are massive things to deliver. One of the other big issues identified was the over-reliance and over-prescription of medication. Yeah, and the commissioner's recommendations include things like psychiatrists or geriatricians determining the prescription of those antipsychotic drugs and to have them restricted in use in those residential aged care homes. The commissioner's also called for all staff in aged care to have a minimum level of training, and that's kind of what happens in the childcare sector. Mm. Uh, Also that the Aged Care Act, so the legislation at a Commonwealth level that guides everything uh, in terms of the legal parameters of the system, that it's completely changed and puts the rights of older people at the heart of it. This is just the tip of the iceberg, but getting a lot of attention is also the fact that the Commissioners Clare of the Royal Commission aren't on the same page on about a third of the issues raised, particularly on funding models and governance issues. And what Prime Minister Scott Morrison said was that was a result of the complexity of this problem. Uh, For instance, Commissioner Tony Pagoni wants a new independent body to replace the existing federal government regulator, but Commissioner Linnell Briggs fears that a new body will lead to further dysfunction. So they did depart on some of those recommendations. They did agree on some stuff, though. Yeah, they certainly did agree on a lot, including that there needs to be a complete overhaul of the aged care system. And Prime Minister Scott Morrison agrees with that. I guess the billion dollar question then is how much that change is going to cost. That was one thing that wasn't addressed in this final report. So as we've covered, the Royal Commission heard evidence that things could cost upward of a 20% year on year increase on what is already provided and that's about a $4 billion a year increase. But what the recommendations in the report have come down with is far beyond that. And with Scott Morrison saying that the government will take a look at it, uh, also make some policy and spending decisions that will start with the federal budget in May. One thing that hasn't been ruled out is a Medicare-style levy that would see most Australian taxpayers contribute to improving standards. That could be one to watch. He also announced the government will put 400 
152.2 million dollars towards some of those really immediate priorities. Yeah, that didn't impress Labor's aged care spokesperson Claire O'Neill much. She said that Morrison's response doesn't fill her with much confidence, and she's concerned that this report will join the 21 other major reports done in recent times. Advocates, though, including the Council on the Aging, are hopeful that this process will be a catalyst for big change. Others in the sector are pretty disheartened and that's kind of understandable too given there's a lot of exhaustion uh, with the case for change so clearly understood for such a long time. And as you say, it's May's budget when we'll get more of a sense of the government's response. That's your shortcut to the Royal Commission into Aged Care. On to our recommendations. Each episode of Squeeze Shortcuts, we recommend some further reading, listening or watching. It's certainly a confronting topic, Claire, and it's definitely something that many people listening are probably personally affected by or able to relate to with loved ones in care. So mine's on a lighter note. Mine is a reminder about those lads and lasses at the Waratah Lodge in Orbos. Do you remember this one? <laughs> I sure do. They last year shared their life advice and that went viral. <laughs> They're back at it again in 2021. Linked to their Facebook page. Can't remember his name, but I love the guy who was a lifelong bachelor giving marriage advice. Who yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much don't do it was his advice. Pretty much. Uh, mine's on a more sombre note and that's a rewatch of ABC's Four Corners two-part series who cares? It was that Four Corners report that really focused the mind of Scott Morrison mm. to call the Royal Commission and that investigation certainly did highlight some really eye-opening things that we should probably all know about given it affects so many. Links to both of those are in your episode notes as always. That's all from us. Thank you for listening to this episode of Squeeze It Shortcuts and thanks to everyone who sent us a request for a shortcut. We're working through them. If you have more, send them through hello at thesqueeze.com.au. We'll chat to you next week. Thank you.